It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome back to Officially Unofficial, presented by Blue Wire Podcast. I'm your host, the former face of junior college baseball, the fall American, Johnny Junta. And we're here with a very special guest, a massive friend of the show, a guy that is a ride-or-die Johnny Junta guy for life. It's my friend, Atlanta Braves prospect, Drew Lugbauer. How are we doing, Lugs? Johnny, my guy, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm good. And by the way, I got to bring something up. Because when you talk about Johnny Junta guys that put their balls on the table for me, it's a guy doing a podcast on his birthday. And I'll be honest with you, Lux. I'm a little heartbroken. You didn't, you, you thought I didn't know it was your birthday. I even brought Boos here to have a cele- celebratory <laughs> drink for you, Lugs. Happy birthday, brother. And, when I'm ta- and, when you're, and like I said, when you're talking about guys that are putting their balls on the table for me, like that's just the definition there. A guy <laughs> doing it on his birthday. You could have told me to fuck off and I didn't. But uh, credit to me. And I actually, and th- this is a little backstory on it. I already knew it was your birthday. But, um, uh, what's it called? Your girlfriend reached out to me on DM and said, "Like, wish Lugs a happy birthday for me." He thought it wasn't your birthday, and I'm like, I'm, "Are you are you ki- are you kidding me? How did I? You thought I wouldn't think it was your birthday? I'm disappointed." So let's go into that thought process. Why did you think it took every bone in my body not to tweet it? I was gonna surprise you. That's why I have celebratory drinks here. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. I just didn't. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, just I just didn't uh, – I honestly didn't even think about it. You just asked me to come on the pod, and I just was like, you know what? Why not? Make your birthday much better. Talk to you. Get on here. And, <laughs> I'll be know, honest, man. Like, I'm honored you even did this. This is just incredible. And like I said, I had to have a celebra- celebratory drink. But what have you been up to today, man? What did you do today for your birthday? Uh, woke up, actually got my hair cut, and um, been playing some Call of Duty with, with the buddies here, my roommates, and then we're going to go out to dinner tonight, go to a Mexican restaurant, and – you know, have a couple of drinks and enjoy it. And I'll actually just completely let it slide. You still have an out of me back on COD. It's literally been five to six Dude, months. I, I don't even have a request from you. That's a lie. It's I, not. I, I can show you. I can show you. Look, I, would, I can show you. It's a. I swear I don't. I swear right, I don't. We'll see. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Right. I could be right. I could be wrong. We'll figure it out. I'll, I'll announce it on Thursday's episode. I'll, I'll maybe put it in the description <laughs> of the episode. But And dude. I, well, let's go into this year for you, man. I mean, holy shit. It seems like every time I refresh my Twitter page, you're launching. I mean, so how, how many times, first question, how many times have you been piss tested this year for steroids? <laughs> Actually, I think only twice. So uh, <laughs> they might be catching on now, but I guess uh, they're letting it slide a little bit. Dude, it's just, I mean, it's incredible to see, man. I mean, so what have you kind of switched up? Obviously, people talk about launch angle. I don't even really know what I, what that means. I'm not the brightest, but. Are you keeping the same swing, same approach, and you think just things are going your way, or what's the deal here? Uh, yeah, definitely working on the approach a little bit more, um, kind of learning how pitchers are pitching me and trying to get into accounts that work for me. And, um, you know, especially being on this team, I know I know you see that we are stacked with players who can, who can just ball. So just being around them as well definitely has helped my game, elevate my game, and learning from them and the hitting coaches and the coaches we have are unbelievable. So it's kind of been this whole influx of talent that I've been able to observe and 
kind of just knowledge of the game that it's just picking up. It's been awesome. True. And this is completely off topic. The last time we, t- we, we had on the podcast, we had you on the podcast, we just got to get the elephant out of the room. It was awkward. Right. And I mean, am I the only one that kind of thinks it was not with you with Jordan? I mean, what, am I the only one that kind of thinks there's a little bit on the awkward side or, yeah, or am I I mean, wrong? Yeah, it was awkward. It was awkward. We're not going to, we're not going <laughs> to, we're not going to hide from that, but uh I don't know. I mean, maybe, uh, maybe things change, but it's, yeah, definitely a little awkward. Some people don't get you and I, like, that's why I said, when I talk about Johnny June to guys, guys that would put, go on the front lines for me, you're that guy. And when you have me and you going at it, it's just, it, he was like a third wheel. Like, that's what I, you know what I mean? It was like you and I were on a date. We had, a, we had a, like a, someone set up for him. And they didn't show up, but he was still yep. there. You know what I mean? Yep. That's what it was. Yeah. I mean, it's heartbroken. I'm sure he's a great guy, but some people just don't understand the vibes that you and I bring, which is fine. I'm sure he's yeah. doing well. Jordan Wogu. Whoa, Jordan Wogu, sorry. But it's what I remember. But I want to, you mentioned that team. That team you're on is the most stacked team of all time. I mean, you guys are like, what, 25 games above 500 or something yeah. along those lines? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, I mean, I was, I forget who I was talking to today about it, uh, but it's just the most unbelievably talented team I've ever been a part of, part of up and down the lineup, literally even guys that aren't playing in that, that day, if they come off the bench, they can, they're easily able to hit a home run or c- contribute in some sort of way. And our pitching staff is just unbelievable as well. So it's up and down, just walking into that locker room. I feel extremely blessed to be, a, you know, even be a part of it and get to go around and watch these guys and, compete every single day it's it's really special it really and is. you guys literally got like a pretty much uh trade de- trade deadline acquisition with nolan cam coming back down to double a and going 33 straight scoreless innings i mean let's talk about what that guy's doing at that level i mean obviously i'm a big nolan cam guy but even looking on it from the outside it's just incredible to see 33 or whatever 31 straight scoreless innings like what are we doing here yeah i mean i'm a huge i'm a huge cam guy that guy he, he is who he is who he is off the field. Awesome. Awesome guy. Love to be around him. And then on the field, you would just never know that he's such a dog. Like he, he just competes and he's, he's a grinder and he, he does everything he can to, you know, get the edge and get better. And I love being out there playing defense behind him because he works sufficiently fast. And um, the guy's just a pitcher. He can, he can flat out ball. So when he's pitching, because obviously I haven't been to a game yet when he's pitching, are you talking like, it's like two seconds, three seconds in between each pitch. He just gets that ball back, steps on the rubber, and it's game time. Yeah, and then and then he attacks batters. It's strike one, strike two, ground out, or strike one, strike two, strike three. It's it's quick, 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 and um, he's got really good stuff. He can throw all his pitches for strikes. It's just it's just all it's just fun to watch. He's a pitcher, and it's it's really fun to play behind him. I mean, that team is just idiotic, right? I mean, you got CJ Alexander, too, who's a freak. And then mm-hmm. you have Langliers, or I don't know how to pronounce it properly, but mm-hmm. that team is just full of top prospects. So when you went into that, into camp, I guess, and you saw that t- potential team that's going to be around you, did that kind of make you think, like, listen, man, I got to perform or this team's going to gas me? Or I got to, like, because these guys are going to start over me? Or, like, what's that mindset you have, like, playing every single day there? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, it's that every day, you know – you got to put it, you got to give your best because you know, all these guys are going to be giving their best. And um, we, we, we have fun with it. We're all, we're all pushing each other to be better. And we're, we're having a lot of fun. I think, I think the fun is what's help, helping us because we get to the field every day and it's jokes, laughters, and just everyone's, you know, pushing each other to get better. So it's, it's a really good atmosphere. And, you know, we all, we all work our ass off to be out there. 
No, dude, it's incredible to see. And like I said, you've been absolutely launching balls this year. Give the people a little bit of a background. Like, what do you think is the furthest ball you hit this year where you could have bat flipped and the ball would you could have touched second and the ball still wouldn't have landed? Jeez, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think the other day in Montgomery, I hit one that was that was pretty significant. That <laughs> I, I watched it a little bit. I'm not gonna lie, I watched it a little bit, but uh, that one that one really really uh, sticks out. Dude, it's just I yeah, like obviously I'm a little bit biased because I always say on this podcast, left-handers have the nicest, smoothest swings in baseball and it's not even like remotely close. <laughs> so, do you sometimes look back at these home run videos and you're like, "Man, I'm a dog." Like, not you don't say you're a dog because you're a humble dude, but do you look back at these and you're like, "Holy shit, I can't believe I just did that." Sometimes, yeah, especially like I'll, I hit one pretty far and I'll be like, I'll be rounding the bases be like, "How the hell did I just do that?" <laughs> <laughs> Like, dang, that was actually kind of cool. Um, so, you, I mean, you, that's, how, that's how you got to play this game because it's, it's, this game's based in failure. So, you got you to take your wins and soak it all in when you can because, you know, it doesn't really happen often. So, when you, when you do it, you really just got to soak it all in, like I said, and, you know, be proud of it. And, dude, you've kind of pushed yourself into that starting lineup and make it, make, made it, like, impossible for them not to play you, right? I mean, at the start of the year, you were kind of getting second-team reps, I guess you could say, right? You were – playing every other game or you're coming off the bench but at what point in the year do you think it was like they're, they're kind of forced to play me every single day or they're forced to have me in the lineup like what part of the year were you just so locked in where it was impossible to keep you out of that lineup yeah I think after the first couple of weeks I was having really good at bats and you know uh, hit the ball hard everywhere so I think um, you know I told myself once I start once I got in there for good I wasn't coming out and um, you know I, I've done my best to you know try to do that and uh, every day kind of I kind of have the same mentality of you know trying not to get complacent with it and um, you know the guys also do a good job with that because we're all like I said we're all pushing each other to get better so um, yeah just every every day is another opportunity to prove your, that you belong in there and you know kind of take it like that is this your rule five year this year or was that last year it was last year and I, I think it just carries over every year so oh, it carries over so I mean if they leave you unprotected you're gonna be like a first overall pick I mean, no. you're, you're pretty much one of Barry Bonds numbers <laughs> you have 16 nukes right yeah, it's cr it's we'll crazy see. we'll see and dude you gotta think right I mean you're not you kind of got I say this known all the time I mean if you guys are in any other organization you guys are in the show by now right I mean the Atlanta Braves have so like even at that AAA level, you look at that AAA team, you have XML beers up there like Jason Kipnis, Ryan Gones, all these guys. So it's just it, – it's tough for guys to move up in that system, right? So it's just the opportunity, and if they protect you, that means they see a future in you. And if they don't, I mean, it's a massive opportunity to go somewhere where you could be in AAA or the show right off the bat, right? So – it, it, it's i mean and you're putting up those numbers where it's like it's, if a team passes on you they're just like idiots so it's it's it, it's it's sick to see but i mean when you're locked in like this and you're putting up those power numbers like you are right now is it just like you're looking for a specific pitch at the plate every single time or is it like i can hit everything away i can hit everything in or it, like what do you do what's your kind of approach um i mean it, it obviously all depends on the pitcher um uh, genuinely or genuinely Generally, you're always usually just sitting fastballs because you can always react off of the fastball. But some pitchers are, you know, heavy off speed in certain counts and in certain situations with runners on. And, you know, I can go into that whole thing. But um, I mean, just knowing myself as a hitter, kind of knowing my weaknesses and the pitcher's strengths and kind of basing my plan that day off of that. So it all every day is kind of different. But in the, in the end, it kind of 
all leads back to me you know, staying on the fastball and really just kind of a window of where I can do damage regardless of the pitch, you know, like that's where I want to, you know, hit the ball. And I always say this, like, what, what is it like playing back in front of fans? And I'm assuming the Mississippi fans, and I just have that Canadian impression of Mississippi fans being rowdy, loud, get blackout drunk. So what's it, what's it been like playing in front of fans again? Obviously last year you guys had that year off. So you were just playing, I guess, scrimmages with your buddies or stuff like that. But what's it been like seeing fans playing with fans or just have fans been chirping you or what's the deal here? Dude, I am so happy that there are fans in the stands. Like I will take all the chirps in the world just to have fans <laughs> in the stands and just be able to play baseball again. Like I remember we stepped out there for opening day and it was like, wow, like this is, you know, we're finally back after you know, a whole year of being gone. I remember I would say that over quarantine. Like I would just like be praying to step on a field in front of fans. And we finally got that. And, you know, you kind of take it for granted. And now that it's back, it's, it's just amazing. It's awesome being out there and playing in front of people. And we saw this yesterday with like Shohei and you, you play with a, a couple of big time prospects like Shoemake and Langliers and all those guys. Are the autograph seekers crazy in double A or what's the deal with that? These guys are off the rails. They're they're bonkers, man. They're they're just standing. They're standing outside after every single game, right by the bus or by the locker room, just waiting there. And I feel bad for those guys because you know they get hounded. But um, yeah, like, who's the worst? Who gets the worst? Who gets it uh, the worst? It's Shay. Shay for sure. Uh, Shoemake definitely gets some too. But um, yeah, you don't want to be walking with Shay outside after a game. Uh, get hounded so dude it's actually insane i didn't really think about this we had alec marshall on like like, uh two weeks ago and he said bobby witt jr it's like when he got off the the plane to go to like the futures game there was just a shit ton of fans oh yeah i bet i bet it's just it's i don't know what possesses these older human beings to just hound like 19 year olds 20 year olds for autographs it's the dumbest shit ever. I mean, what's the worst you've kind of seen? Like, have you seen like fans going absolute bananas for Shay, just all old dudes? And and like, do, you, do how bad do you feel for these dudes? Because I I wouldn't even I couldn't believe it. I don't know. I don't know how they do it. I mean, I feel terrible. I had to get on one guy one time. We're at home and it's eight hundred degrees here, and we just lost a game. I think we we didn't have a really good game hitting. No one really hit well, and I think Shay broke a bat. And he had the bat in his hand. He's packing up his stuff. And they're leaning in the dugout, screaming, like, give me your bat. Give me your bat. And I turn to him. I'm like, hey, man, like, not now. Not now. Like, you just had a bad game. Like, just let us relax. It's like, like, I, I understand, like, you know, we have this kind of responsibility as athletes to, you know, give back and, you know, be a role model to do that kind of stuff. But, like, sometimes it's, you know, sometimes it's just not not ready for it. Some days you just don't want it. Um we have to be, we have to live our own lives, you know? Yeah. Um, and I was just like, Hey buddy, just, just take it easy. Like these kids just lean in the dugout screaming for a ball, not even saying please or anything, just ball, ball, ball. And like, that just gets old after a while, you know, like um, it's like, it's like if we went to, if we went to somebody's work and we were leaning over their cubicle screaming like mouse, 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 give me your mouse, <laughs> give, me, give me your keyboard, give me, give me your monitor, you know, like, 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 put yourself in our shoes. Like, like if we just came to your work and started screaming at you, you know, like, that thing, um, you know, so. I don't know, some people, some people take it a little too far. And there, there are a lot of the times people are respectful and, you know, but there, there are some instances where it just gets on your nerves and yeah. uh, it can make a tick. 
dude and like even for the aspect of like um the the parents or just stuff like that i couldn't even imagine because i was at kevin smith's debut on friday and sunday i went to both those games yeah and there's legit people like recording his parents like reaction like just oh, yeah. or even pointing at them or just i mean they're pretty respectful in toronto actually because kevin and i were like just walking through downtown and stuff like that no one really noticed or even tried to like bother him even after his debut but uh-huh. i couldn't even imagine what it's like for a guy like a i guess you could say like a boba Shet or a vladi i even told kevin right. i'm like these guys there's no way these guys could like go out like right. i couldn't even imagine boba Shet trying to go to like dinner like where me i mean I, me and kevin went to lavelle and like i couldn't even imagine those guys trying to right. go to a place like that they'd be stared out like they're like they have four heads like right it's crazy dude right yeah it's i i, I can't imagine vladi or yeah like you said boba going out either like or or aaron judge going out in new york kind of thing it's it's insane um but it, they do it somehow I, I i don't know so yeah i mean and speaking about big 10 we're gonna talk about it we're both drenched dri- dripped out in michigan gear and i will say this i'm wearing michigan football gear not michigan baseball because i don't like that team we're gonna kind of dead to me but that's fine <laughs> let's go into the predictions obviously you and i we see it we see the michigan football team they're absolutely hor- like last year that was one of the worst years i've ever seen in my life what is your thought process going into this year like would you be happy like i'll be happy if the michigan football wins seven games like that's where i'll be like all right this was a good year because last year was so bad yeah last year was so bad in seven years seven years seven wins sounds good but dude I, i we gotta we gotta we gotta win big we have to we're we're michigan like when you think of michigan you think of football the greats you know, of all the greats and dude, this is, it's just mediocre football after mediocre football. We need a, we need, we need to win and we need to win. Are you, are you a part of the gym? Are you part of the Jim Harbaugh needs to be fired campaign or what? Dude, I don't know. I don't know if it's him. I mean, it's gotta be him. It's gotta be him. After Urban Meyer said that we get the same, or he said that Ohio state and Michigan get the same caliber players every year. And they they pump out first rounders like it's their like no job or like yeah. it's none of their business, and then they make up, you know, a New Year's bowl every year. So I don't know. I mean, and you're I mean you're right. It's a good point. Urban Meyer, obviously, I hate him. I'm wearing a shirt that says "Liar, Liar, Urban Meyer." But <laughs> when you talk about guys, it just if you look at the recruiting class, Michigan always has top five. Like oh, Michigan, sure. legit, always oh. has t- five stars, four and a half stars. Can Jim Harbaugh recruit? Sure, man. He's one of the best recruiters in the country, obviously. Right. Like the right. guy sleep, sleeps over at the kid's house. Right. But the fact that Michigan football and the one the one year that absolutely murdered me was that year they were ranked, I think, fourth in the nation or third in the nation. When they just I went to the game against Wisconsin. They absolutely wiped the floor with Wisconsin with mm-hmm. Wisconsin on game day. I was on college game day. And then they lose by 500 to Ohio State. Oh, yeah. Like that's right. the shit. It's just like Being, I'm a fan of arguably the worst sports franchises of all time. (laughs) University of Michigan. I'm a fan of Toronto Maple Leafs who had a 3-1 lead, blew it, lost the series 4-3. I'm a fan of the Blue Jays who lost the game yesterday on Marcus Simeon two hopping a ball to first base on the with two outs in the ninth. It just, it just, I'm a a collection of tear like just terrible teams. But Michigan sometimes the thing about Michigan is, and you can back me up on this, they just give hope for no reason. Then they'll just rip your heart out. Right. I mean, yeah, that's what I tell guys in the locker room. They always, they always chirp me like, Oh, Michigan going to have another subpar year. I'm like, no, we're going to go, we're going to go 10 and one until we play Ohio state and get our doors blown off. 
Like it's going to be, all right, you know, this might be the year, this one right here. Then we're going to lose by 50. And then we're going to lose the, the bowl game because no one cares about it. And then it's just whatever. It's just, it's embarrassing. I mean, and I'll be honest with you, Lugs. I mean, we have to go to a Michigan game this year. I mean, I'll pick you up. I'll drive right through New York and I'm looking at that schedule. When does your college football season end? Like when, I mean, when does your baseball season end? Uh, end of September. Not of September. So let me look at the schedule and people hold lug start people tweet out lugs to make him get held accountable. We're gonna go to Michigan, Indiana in November or Michigan Northwestern. We got the thing is we gotta go to a game in Michigan at the big house when Michigan's like guaranteed to win. Oh, wait, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, yeah, you can't think... be going to Michigan, Ohio State, which is oh. November. You can't yeah. be going to that because it's just gonna be a nightmare. Like I'm yeah. gonna be you can't be going to those type of games, but we'll go to like Michigan, Indiana. Actually, Indiana's kind of good. Um, yeah, now yeah. that I'm rethinking it, Michigan, <laughs> Indiana is kind of good. We'll maybe go to the Northeastern or Northwestern I guess, I guess, one. I guess we should see how their season's going. If they're playing really well, then Indiana would kind of be a dope game to go to. Yeah, but true. If they're, if they're not playing well, then we probably got to do Northwestern. So I guess true. we got to see. 100%. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. 100%. And when you go back there, are you just... Is it like an alumni thing with baseball guys? Like you just immediately get access to the baseball house or what's the deal with that? Uh, I don't know if they have a baseball house there anymore. Uh, we, we used to, and uh, I was a freshman there, but now that I think about it, I don't know if I know anybody that's on the team currently anymore. I think last year was the last year that I played with a kid that was on the team. Uh, so it's over. The dream's over. So now you're like, now yeah. you're, you're just like an urban legend there. And you obviously, and people can look and listen back to the Jordan Wogu interview. You're like an urban legend there, bro. Like he told stories about you launching balls over fucking scoreboards and shit. So, I mean, you, the, you mentioned the name Drew Lugbar in Michigan baseball and it's there. But, I mean, is Michigan baseball good anymore? Like what's the deal with that? I, I haven't even looked. Yeah, I mean, I think I think they're going to be really good from here on out. Coach Backage does a great job recruiting and getting guys ready. And that staff, Nick Schnabel all those guys there that there's so much support for them. And they're, they're two of the best guys that I've ever met. And Wayne Weltland over there too, as well. Um, those guys, those guys are the best and they're always going to find a way to be good and get the teams ready. And I'm, I'm excited. I'm always going to be a, obviously a diehard Michigan fan and uh, always going to be following them and their success. True. I mean, we'll definitely pump out some content. Like even if we do the uh, efficient official, the first vlog at a college football game, I might be dead. Like, I don't know what it is. Every time I go to Michigan or like, uh, yeah, if I go to Michigan or a football game, stuff like that, I just get insanely intoxicated where I, <laughs> I beg my friends to call an ambulance. I don't know what it is. I have legitimately no idea what it is, but that's just what I do. But let's go back into baseball for a second with the numbers you're putting up and all that kind of stuff. I mean, you have to be thinking, right? I mean, Triple A has to be coming soon. Like, are you just waiting for that call to go to Triple A? Or like, what's the deal with that? How, are they contacting you or talking to you or anything? I mean, honestly, it's it sounds cliche, but I try not to think about it too much because I really can't control that. Like, I can't be like, hey, yo, like, call me up Triple A kind of thing. Um, it's just something that's completely out of my control. And as long as I put up numbers and you know play my game, then 
good things will happen in the future, regardless if I go to AAA this year or, or what have you. So I think it's just I got to take it a game game by game and, you know, keep doing what I'm doing and, you know, good things will happen. And I'll, I'll say this. I think I'm obsessed with going to debuts of guys that, like friends of the show. Like, yeah. and yeah. obviously Kevin Smith was the first one. He obviously <laughs> it's a little bit different because he's from Toronto. Like he plays for Toronto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got border like. I got borderline emotional watching this shit. Like yeah. I was with his family and obviously it's weird for me to get emotional. I've known him for like two years, a year and a half, mm -hmm. but just seeing his, how emotional his family got and like all that kind of stuff. It was like, I'm obviously a crier. I was like borderline close to tears. And I don't know if you saw that video. Did you see that video bro, where bro, I was? bro? So I saw the video and I was like, holy shit, that's Johnny right behind him. <laughs> I was like, no way. I was like, I know that person. And then you tweeted the video and I was like, holy shit, that's insane. Like that was that was the coolest thing in the world. I love I mean, those always get me, the 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 families reacting. And you know, I really I really want to replicate that one day, but those are awesome. And if you look back at the video and hum and this is actually me announcing this right now. I told a couple of my buddies, I don't think Kevin knows about this. Before his debut, I actually know I did tell Kevin. I threw in a absolute hammer. I was so nervous. Like, dude, and, dude, that's what I'm saying. I'm obsessed with going to these like debuts. I was so nervous, dude. I threw in an absolute hammer. I was like, please, God, let Kevin do well. And then his back comes up and I'm like, we're obviously like cheering. Like the crowd gives him a standing O or whatever. And he gets his first hit and I swallow my dip, dude. Like I swallowed the whole oh. dip. So if you look back in the video, like my face looked insane. Like I looked fucked. Like I was, dude, my whole face. If you look back in the video, I was getting roasted. My buddies were calling me ugly as shit. They're like, what's this asshole doing in the picture? Like I was getting messages, everyone roasting me. I swallowed dip. I had a rally dip for Kevin. And wow. what does he do? He gets a hit. 69 you're mile an hour. Guy. That's a, you're just a selfless guy. I'm a selfless guy. I'll do the same for your debut. And, when I, and your debut is going to be in the U.S. So. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, the dip will be way cheaper. So, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'm fine with swallowing some of it. Dude, it's just like, it was crazy, man. It was honestly, and I, I said this to Kevin, I've never seen a Blue Jays player after getting their first career hit, besides like Vladdy, I guess, get a standing O. Like, I don't know if you saw the video. Really? He got a got standing O. He got a, dude, a, a standing O. He like tipped it. I don't know if he tipped his helmet to the crowd, but like they legit kind of stopped the game for this. Wow. It was insane. Dude. And I say this, Toronto Blue Jays fans are the best, bro. It's like, because we have that whole country supporting the team. So his debut was so hyped. I think he gained like 3,000 Instagram followers wow. in like two days. Wow. Dude, I'm telling you, man, his debut was hyped. It was like, because obviously he was hitting like 300 with 20 nukes and triple yeah. A. I mean, it was going to yeah. happen soon. But it, it was crazy, man, just seeing the fans give him a standing go. I was like kind of shocked. Like his parents were crying, obviously. His dad went viral. And I was like, man. I, I can't believe this shit. So it, it's crazy to me, but that day for you is an opportunity. And, and you're, you play with a team that's just an absolute wagon. So when right. that debut happens for you, it's just going to be guaranteed sold out crowd. And right. I'm going to be there. I'm, I'm addicted now. I'm going <laughs> to literally start driving a debut. I'm just going to be inviting that. myself. I love it's that. just, it's insane. I mean, it's who's like one, who's one massive prospect you've played this year. That's in the show now, or like, is like a big time guy. Who um, I played against a few guys this year. Um, trying to think. I mean, I don't know. There's two guys in the Reds, Jose Garcia and Alejo Lopez. Those guys throw gas, right? Are you uh, talking about the pitch no, pitchers? They're, they're both, no, they're both uh, oh. infielders. Oh. I'm trying to think of pitchers. Oh, Eduardo Cabrera just got called up. On the Marlins. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, is that that kid apparently is a freak on MLB the show? I'll, I saw all the MLB show content creators legit just pumping this guy's tires. Does he oh, just yeah. throw like ninety nine plus? Yeah, he's he's pretty good. He's a good pitcher. Um, who else? I'm trying to think. There's definitely a few more that aren't coming up to my head, but um, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool, like playing against them and then turn on TV or Twitter and seeing that they're debuting. It's it's really cool. Yeah, I, that's insane. It just. Uh, and you're almost, I mean, you're so close to being there, which is crazy. I mean, you have success at the double A level. It's just the organization you're in is like fucking insane. Right. I mean, you see, you see it with the pitching staff, no with Nolan's numbers in double A. I mean, he has no, like he could have, he should have just skipped triple A with his numbers. Yeah. I mean, he's insane. It's just 33 straight scoreless. It's just fucking crazy. And then you have uh shoemaker, and then you have Shea. I mm-hmm. think, do you think Shea right now could play in the show? Like with, with like, yeah, I do. I, I, he's a special talent. And I obviously don't know, like, on a day-to-day level, like, how how good Major League Baseball is or even AAA because I, have, I haven't been there to experience it firsthand. But from what I've seen from Shea, I mean, he's he's just leagues above every catcher I've we've played against, and he can hit, and he's, he's, just, he's just a very good player. Very good player. That team is just are, – are you guys ring chasing now? Like, is it like I don't – is there and obviously a party who wants to go to AAA, but is there a party like if I don't go to AAA, I'm kind of chilling here. Like I have a chance to get a ring. Oh yeah, I mean like we're saying, you know, let's let's go win this thing. We're gonna be here. Let's go win it. Um, and we got the guys to do it for sure. Are you getting after it today for your birthday, or what's the deal? Are are you gonna be respectable? Or are you gonna are you gonna treat it like it's you, Michigan birthday? Or like what's I going know. on? Here? We'll be respectable. I don't know. I don't. We'll see. We'll see what's going on. We'll see what's gonna happen. I respect that, man. You're just the baller. You're just like, listen, I'm not going to be getting after it. And we got to talk. I mean, I obviously be pissed if we don't talk. Your agent's going to get pissed if we don't talk about him. Our guy, Matthew Gata. By the way, guy just hates answering text messages. I told him, like, two of his guys are going to be in Toronto within the next month. I was like, if you're not here, you're dead to me, pretty much. I, was, I, said, I literally said, you're dead to me if you're not here with two of your guys playing <laughs> here. But whatever. He didn't answer. It's fine. But what's it? So let's go into that process. I mean, what made you? We talked, obviously, we talked about it on FaceTime, but. What made you kind of go with Gata Sports Management or just all that kind of stuff? Like, how did you find out about him? Um, I found out through, about him through social media and actually a few other guys uh, that I saw with him and reached out and kind of got a conversation going. And um, yeah, pretty much, pretty much, that's pretty much it. Nothing really. So, so did he, did he, was he like, what's the process of even finding an agent? Like, do you have to like send them your stats and shit or what's the deal with that? Uh, I think they can they can look it up or whatever. It's just, you're just kind of reaching out, kind of getting to know each other and seeing, you know, if they're available to take you or take you on and they want to represent you and stuff. Is he one of the craziest agents you've ever seen? Like I, and I'll, I'll say, like I say that with the utmost respect. I mean, the guy just is an absolute, he's like me pretty much with the guests. Like I ride for the guest. I'll tweet all the highlights of the guest, but this guy's above and beyond. Like his story looks like a caterpillar on Instagram with all the stuff he's posting. So I just, he, he's a, he, he's a ride or die guy. got to respect it. But is he one of the craziest you've ever seen? Like has to be right. Yeah, he is. Uh, he is pretty crazy with that. Yeah. <laughs> Like you said, he is ride or die. He does remind me of you, though. You, you you go out on a limb for your guys, and he does as well. And it, it's it's pretty cool to see. That's like that's like one of the things we bonded. Have you seen this guy's fucking office? I mean, is this guy signing twenty million dollar deals <laughs> or some shit? I mean, he's on the his office is overlooking the whole city and new. I mean, the whole, all of New York. Mm-hmm. It's just insane. No, yeah, it's a dope. It's a dope office. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for your office. You know, in the in the Rogers Center somewhere around there. No. I, I don't think the Jays will acknowledge my existence. And actually, there's there's a background, actually. The Jays 
where they said they're not fans of the show, but they were joking. I'm assuming it was like the social media channel, but it was just uh, one day somehow I might have to start a Jay's podcast. If I start a Jay's podcast, because if you if you were if you were looking at my reactions during like Kevin's at bats or whenever when Kevin made nasty plays, I'd break the internet. I was just not making it about me. I'm a Kevin Smith guy. I was letting the camera stay on his parents. I, I sat two seats to the left, so I wasn't on camera. I was going fucking bananas. And you know what's insane? I don't know if you saw this. He came up yesterday, I think in the bottom of the 10th, the uh, tie game, and he had a chance to win it, and I I almost had a heart attack. Like, it was, it, was, it was one of the crazy things of all time. But obviously, I mean, it just – could you imagine being put in that position, bro? Like your first career game, you're starting at third base and you're going up in the bottom of the 10th against a guy throwing 101 mile an hour sinkers from the left side. I mean, yeah, good luck. Good luck. It's, it's an, and do you like, do you catch yourself that sometimes when like during an at bat, you're like, how the fuck do people hit these guys? Sometimes. Or, yeah. There's a, there's a few guys. It's just like, God, I don't have a fucking chance in hell. right now. <laughs> it's crazy, man. It honestly is insane. But, and, uh, it's there's some guys in your league, but there's the league where the the Orioles are in the Bowie. What's it, what are they called? The Bowie Bay Sox, something like that. I don't, I don't remember their name. Uh-huh. But they have like three or four pitchers that throw a hundred. Like it's Good. just it's insane, dude. Who's one guy in your team? Obviously, besides Nolan, like a massive pitcher, a massive pitching prospect that's been as big as Nolan for you guys. Um, well, he just went to AAA, but uh, Bryce Bryce Elder, Bryce Elder, he's been. I mean, another Texas guy. Uh, he's been really good. Uh, I mean, all dude, all of our pitchers, honestly, like all of our pitchers, literally every single one has gone in there and thrown up zeros and done their job. And it's it's been honestly impressive to, to see. On a scale of like one to ten, if you guys win the ship, like how mangled are you going to get? Like, are you going to get after it or what? Yeah. I mean, we are, we've already talked about it. We, we don't want to hype it up too much. We kind of want to let it happen. But, you know, we, we've had some talks about what's going to happen. How does that work, by the way? Like, how does the I I probably should know this, but how does the playoffs work? Um, so we only play a five game series, and it's the top two teams in the league. It's regardless of division, so it's top two teams with the. So you and Montgomery. Right now, right now it's us and Montgomery. Yeah. So it's a five game series. That's it. There's no like semifinals, quarterfinals, none of that shit. No, nope. I think it's you play the first two games are at the number two seed. Then you play an off day, or then you have an off day, and then you play the last three at the home or uh, at the one seeds. That's that's electric. Yeah. That's yeah. sick. And those atmospheres are going to be crazy, dude. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. It's it, honestly like it's going to be like one of those moments where like in the future you look back at that roster and just all big leaguers. Yeah. Like that's and that's you that. hear stories about that obviously with all the guys and stuff like that, but it's um obviously it sucks being freaking it, it sucks obviously with the numbers you're putting up not being in AAA, but if you're looking at the bright side of it, you're on a wagon of a team. Like your team yeah. could probably beat a ton of AAA teams. No, yeah, really, you really could. Yeah, that's what we say. It's 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 an awesome experience to be part of this team. And it, I, I'm really blessed to be part of this. And team. you get rings and you get rings too. What's that, what's that Mississippi facility like? It's not bad. It's kind of your run of the mill double a facility. Uh, it just gets really, really, really hot. And being from New York, I've never experienced this, you know, Southern heat. So it's, it's definitely different. true. But everyone says like, everyone says, even when people come to Toronto and stuff like that, they say the heat where we live, like the areas where we live are way worse because of the humidity though. Like, it's um, not humid. No, it's humid. <laughs> it oh, really? Humid. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have no idea how you guys do that, man. It I have is. legit. It, 
it's yeah, like one of, it's it's one of those things where if you're drinking beer it's just the alcohol is just not even getting to you it's just no, it's, it's pretty much water literally water yeah and uh so shay every or in the fifth inning shay will com- have a completely different uniform on like he'll are you change, serious his shirt changes uniform because he's so drenched after uh catching have you been like are you a sweat are you a big sweat guy oh, i'm a big sweater yeah but i i don't get to that level that's that's tough. That's crazy. Especially in the minor leagues where they have legit one jersey for you. It's like you're you're not, I mean, you're not you're not in the show where you have like five or six jerseys right. just whenever like at your disposal. But what's one of the because obviously it's your first time triple what what's one weird town you've visited or like just a funny story of this year? Like because obviously fans being back, they're rowdy now. Uh let's see. Uh, weird. I don't know about weird towns. I'm just trying to think about where we where we've gone. Cause I heard Montgomery's like just in the middle of fucking nowhere. I, yeah, I, it it kind of is in the middle of nowhere. And then it just pops up and there's like a kind of like a little municipal area. Like, but I don't know. I don't know. There's not really any weird places we've gone to. Yeah. I guess you're in kind of a, like the higher level, the like the higher the level that you get to, yeah, it's like it's, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to fucking, um, Beloit, Wisconsin, which has yeah, obviously been yeah. absolutely torsed on this podcast. But <laughs> yeah, no, it's just, um, I mean, the league you're in is good. So if, if it's you and Montgomery, I mean, th- there's going to be a lot of official and official alumni going at it in that game. It's crazy. Wait, who else is with Montgomery? Uh, Chris, Chris Muller. Oh, yeah, Muller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. one of the pitchers there. Obviously, it's Kyle's brother. Yeah. And I, I believe Kenny's with it. And then Jake Polamask. I don't know how to properly pronounce his last yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, did, yeah. we just played them like this past week. Yeah, yeah. No, that team gets after it too. They like to have fun. I've seen some videos of those guys. They like to get after it. But uh, so wait, did you guys sweep this? Like, do you guys sweep this week? Uh, five and one. Jesus Christ! So you guys are just a wagon, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You guys are a wagon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would be begging not to get called to the AAA. Like, no, I want a ring. Yeah, this is fun. It's, it's been fun. Winning's fun. So it's it's been good. True, true. Couple more things, man. I mean, so obviously, actually, no, way more than a couple things. So what's your birthday today? You haven't posted one, retweeted one thing about your birthday or even posted it. So just, are you, and your girlfriend said you like to fly under the radar. Shout out Nicolette, by the way. I didn't even give her a shout out earlier. Why do you do that? Why do you fly under the radar? I like to make it about me. So this is your birthday week. So what, what's the deal here? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just not, not a, not a big birthday guy. I mean, like I, I, I enjoy it like whatever, but. So we're going to say this because you're not, obviously I'm assuming you're not a big present guy. So what what do you want for your birthday like what what's one thing you want for your birthday and why is it listen actually but we're gonna ignore that if you have any respect for lugs if you have any respect for me if you want to wish lugs a happy birthday just listen to this episode we're gonna clip that is that what you want for your birthday i'll listen to the official official episode dropping this thursday yes absolutely that's that's the present we want for log bauer and actually what i want for my birthday which three months ago is for michigan baseball to acknowledge me (laughs) i've been waiting for a first pitch for a year now from these clowns. I mean, what are we doing here? I can, if if and you know this, if I'm on your side, I will literally murder someone for you. I will literally go to prison for you. And Michigan baseball doesn't know that. So whatever. I mean, Maryland was kind of looming in. They were kind of on the radar. I, I had a top five picked out, but they gassed it too. So we'll figure something out. But the, the second last thing I wanted to bring up with you is going into the rest of the year. Can we start working on pimp jobs? Because you have a left, you swing from the left, you swing from the left side. I mean, you have to have a pimp job, no? That you you, you can't be just being nice with it. You got to maybe bat drop, bat flick. What's going on here with that? Uh, yeah, I'm just, I, I kind of hit it. 
I honestly, I, like, I always watch highlights of pimp jobs. I hit it, and then I drop the bat immediately. I don't hold the bat. And then I kind of realize that it's a home run. So I don't, like, some dudes, like, Tatis will hit it, and he'll immediately know, like, the split, I mean, he's probably, <laughs> the split second that he hits it, that it's a homer. Like, it takes me kind of, like, like, I'll hit it, I'll be like, oh, oh, like, kind of things. But, like, in that moment, I drop the bat. So, like, I got to. I got to figure out, you know, the, the quick like the uh, feel you got yeah, to figure feel. out the feel. Yeah. It's just crazy to me that you have no idea. Like, how does that even matter? Your balls legit go out, especially because how much power you have by like a thousand feet. Yeah. Like, no, fact- I got, yeah. Like I'll know, but then by the time I know the bats already like kind of dropping and I don't like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a big pimp job guy. It's gotta be, it's gotta be a pretty big situation where, you know, like a walk-off homer. I'll give you, I'll give you one on a walk-off. How about that? Have you hit a walk-off? Uh, in college, I hit a walk-off homer, yeah. What, did you bat flip there or are you lying in my face? Like you said on a walk-off, you'll pin I, I, I think I might have a little bit. I don't I don't have the video, though. Like, Or I do have the video, but it cuts out the bat flip. So, yeah, the guy needs to be fired who recorded it. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's, just, that's fine. So we're going to work on the bat flip because, dude, you're getting close to that 20 range. Like, I mean, you're four away. Is that something yeah. you're thinking about, like the 20 club? Um, I thought about it a few times, but then when that, when those thoughts creep in your head, it kind of don't think about it then. Yeah. Don't think about it. Don't think yeah. about it. How you've been changing. And we're going to go off field here. Have you been changing stuff like in the pregame routine you've been doing? Like, what have you been doing pregame? Are you superstitious now? Or what's the deal? Uh, I'm not really superstitious. I just have, I, I stick to a routine. Like in the mornings, I'll wake up, make my breakfast, coffee, read a little bit, kind of do the same thing every day to like, not take your mind off of baseball, but kind of give yourself a life like you know waking up and having breakfast and doing things that you want to do I think has really helped me like instead of just waking up and going to the field right away where it's all baseball you can get like wake up earlier make breakfast and kind of just do things that you want to do before you even head into the field it kind of gives you like a sense of like you you're on your own kind of thing like you don't have to worry about baseball for a little bit and I don't know if I have this correctly are you are you getting your degree right now is, is that what you mentioned to me earlier um, I did that over quarantine, but I have three more classes to take. So I'm I'll all, take them for you. Our little secret. I'll I take them. For you. I would love that. Well, no, you actually wouldn't love that. I failed high school biology and community college. I was literally, I was taking high school biology with like literally 17 year olds and I was 20. <laughs> you don't want that, man. I mean, what are the three classes left over? Um, I don't know. I gotta, I gotta pick those. So. Oh, you, you just pick them. So you're yeah. already done all your core. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, so you can just literally take like bowling and arts yeah, and shit. I could, yeah, I could take oh, you're chilling, man. Yeah. Right, so, I mean, we're gonna. So that's it. You have a degree. I mean, yeah. that's what we're just gonna say right now. So is that <laughs> was that? So what do you think is gonna make your parents more emotional? The degree from University of Michigan or that debut? I would say debut. Yeah, sure. it has to be. Yeah. I mean, I mean, academics like you don't go there to place play school. Yeah, that's one of the all time quotes. <laughs> you don't go to Michigan to play school. Yeah. But anyways, man, obviously I'm fired up for you. And when that championship parade happens. Honestly, if it's it's so you said it's into like late September or early September, yeah, like mid to late September. I might have to come to Mississippi, and like if the cool. if the borders are open, I, I might have to come to that. Kingdom, come see the boys. I might be I might be torn though because oh no, I'm gonna root for the Braves. I'm gonna root for the Braves. <laughs> but uh, anyways, man, it was a pleasure to have you back on, and thank you. Obviously, birthday guy. I'm gonna I can't wait to tweet this video today uh, on your birthday. We're gonna do it right live. I'm gonna tweet the video of you saying listen to the episode on Thursday, and also it's gonna increase the impressions of people saying happy birthday, Drew Lugbauer. So you're just you better turn off the phone notifications, man. I mean, anyways, man, it was a pleasure to have you on and keep fucking mashing. I mean, I love watching these videos that look like they're recorded on an LG Rumor 2. 
I mean, what are they doing with these a, videos? A TI eighty four. Do you think? I mean, if you're the you're on you're on the best team in Double A, you'd think maybe we can have a, a like a, a Canon camera or something. <laughs> I don't know what's a, what's a good camera. We're doing on an LG room or two. Yeah. But uh, anyways, logs. Obviously, like I said, one of the biggest Johnny Junta guys on planet Earth doing it on his birthday. It was a pleasure to have you on, man. And uh, yeah, keep mashing. Keep doing what I used to do in the fall. <laughs> Thanks, bro. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you for listening to Officially Unofficial. Make sure you guys subscribe and leave a review on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Pod and on Instagram at Officially Unofficial Pod. Thank you. Thank you.